Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello. And welcome to Pixel Prep, the only podcast that can save the video game industry. What's up, mother preppers? What's up, motherfuckers? This is Broddle. This is Slinger. How y'all doing? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad. Awesome. Um, so, what have you been up to? Same thing you've been up to. Oh, we've been Persona it, five and it up. Motherfucker. Honestly, Fuck. I love this game so much, but I'm also a little bit like... You hate it, but you love it, and you love it, and you hate it. Yeah. It's a sort of weird... Like I said uh, earlier to you, the great thing about it has its own personality. It's yes. its own game. You can't really compare it to anything else you say except for the Persona games. But yeah. it is its own thing, which I, I love about it. I can only compare it to Persona 4 Goldman, because yeah. it's all I know. Um, I know, and can't compare it to anything, because it's the first Persona game I've played. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I love it. Mm. I love it to pieces, and I play this and I'm like, I genuinely think it's better than Persona 4. Yeah. Because of how well it works like the whole um, I'm a phantom thief it is quite cool that yeah like as opposed to a school kid in a TV yes I, I do I appreciate it more I feel like it's kind of leaned into the whole ludicrous ludicrous whatever the fucking word is the, <laughs> the ludicrous yeah the ludicrousy of it mm. it's um, it's really kind of lent itself towards it and I like that I like it a lot oh. but there's a big but don't you feel like your thumb's really aching for the amount of times you've got to press that fucking X button? It's it's the the day cycle. The day yes. cycle is what fucks me off the most. You got to go through real not it's not so much boring tasks yeah. or repetitive tasks. It just feels like the game locks you out quite a lot from stuff. Yeah. So, for example, a lot of the time I feel like I'm watching a game as opposed to playing, playing a game. game. Yeah. yeah. You're basically suffering from what I call it Hideo Kojimaism. Yes. You can't play this game. You're not allowed to. I've got some shit to show you right now. Yeah. Watch this cutscene. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it. This is the tell don't show approach. Exactly, which does cripple. The thing that kind of irritates me a little bit about it is, obviously, like in real life, you kind of plan your day. Yep. So, you know, you think, okay, I'm going to go to the shop and buy a DVD because I need to be more kind because I can't talk to people if I'm not kind. Yeah. Or I need to eat this burger because I, have, I need guts. And eating burgers give me guts. Apparently, uh, but you can't. I love the stat yeah. system. <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre. Isn't it? It's so daft, but like I love, I love oh. the mechanic, but the the peculiarity of it. And yes, I think I made that word up. Mm-hmm. Is ridiculous. You're like, okay, right. And when you do certain tasks, sometimes you get certain stats you weren't expecting. Like I was studying with uh, Ryuji's. That his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got intelligence. Oh, great, thanks for that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I was studying. Yeah, and then I got kind or something like that because I was helping him out. Yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's when you can't speak to certain characters because you're not kind enough. So you've got Lady Anne, and it is Anne game, not Un. I don't care how many times you say it. I thought it was On. No, it's, oh, it's, it's A-N-N. That's Anne. <laughs> <laughs> okay. English voice actors, you should have known this. <laughs> And yeah, but no, you're still. <laughs> no one sat there and went, huh, so you're Yusuke Kitagawa? No, it's actually pronounced Richard. Yes. To be honest, I'd be happy with that because I could pronounce the damn characters' names. <laughs> Except my own, which to even make it awkward because oh, they call no. me Slinger Kun. And I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing that right now. I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing that own name right. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> Don't it just? It should be Slinger San more than anything else. But I, I don't know what the. Um, I don't know what senpai and kon and chan all mean. I know what senpai means. It means teacher. All right. Which was quite bizarre for a high school uh, student council person to be called that. That did throw me. Yeah. Yeah. Was Is that because that the the year above? I honestly do not know. I haven't locked her yet. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I don't want to. There's there's gonna be some weeaboo out there who's gonna like get enraged at those kind of like butchering the Japanese yeah, language because right, we don't know. Senpad does not mean teacher, you asshat! Watch some anime and find out. But uh, yeah, it's when you uh, you know you see Lady Anne is upset. Should yeah. I talk to her? 
I am not kind enough to talk to Lady Anne. I will walk away in shame now. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that Lady Anne's just stood there going, what a cunt. Yeah, it's like, you fucking dick, why are you... I love it, actually, that happens. So you got the, you go, I walk away now, and halfway as you walk out of the classroom, she turns around and goes, oi, prick, I'm sad here. You're going to help me? No. I don't have the guts That's... to go back and comfort you. <laughs> now I'm too scared. Yeah, <laughs> One thing I need to stop fucking doing that game though is making coffee with uh, the coffee bloke. Yeah. Because I'm realising that doesn't get you anywhere. What, making the coffee? Yeah, because I don't seem to be doing anything with a bond with him. No, yeah, you need to actually speak to him when he's got the little block icon above it. Oh, yeah, do that. Yeah. Every time I go into a coffee shop, he's there with his little block thing on and goes, right, put a penny on, you're going to help me with some coffee. I thought, yeah. oh, yeah. My bond's going to grow. I'm going to make some of those SP potion things because I always run out of those fast. Now, my bond does not grow and I just go to bed upset. Yes. <laughs> like Ad- real life. <laughs> admittedly. like I mean, there are certain things where, um, I mean, depending on what you do, like making lockpicks and I think it's called stealthanol. Like there are two things you can make at yeah. the start when you go and start working at your workbench. And it all increases your proficiency. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's great. Also, I love it when you do make coffee. That's brilliant. Because not once have I ever made myself a coffee, taken a sip of it, and immediately fist-pumped and gone, yes! Oh, I haven't got to that stage yet. Have you not? No, I've still kind of like learned the ropes. He hasn't, he hasn't no. given me the keys to the coffee machine. Right, when you get to it, there's a brilliant bit. Like, you even put the apron on and everything. You make the coffee properly, and you sit down, and you taste a sip of it, and the cat goes... The way you're drinking it makes it look delicious. <laughs> How many ways do you know that you can drink coffee? Deliciously. Makes it look delicious. That's just that. pretty much only one, but I've got to make a good vocalization with it as well. I've got to go, mmm, <laughs> this is some delicious coffee. That's what gets me. But then the guy comes in and he's just like, huh, stop, stop making coffee. You made coffee. Okay, let's try it. And he, tastes, <laughs> and he tastes the coffee. Like he then sits down and tastes the coffee and goes, huh, so you used this type of coffee bean. And then it tells you about the coffee beans. And I was like, oh, okay, tell me more about coffee beans. That's fine. That's interesting. I felt like an excerpt from Yatsa just there. <laughs> tell me more about Bang and Olufsen speakers. Um, <laughs> tell me more about the 4-1-2. But even though you've sat there and gone, yes, and the cat has gone, that looks delicious, the way that you're drinking it and putting it to your lips and ingesting it into your stomach. The way the it's going to come out is going to be nice and warm and tasty. <laughs> the guy then turns around and goes, it's bland. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you want to turn around and say, "Well, the cat says it looks delicious, so it piss <laughs> off." Well, the the cat gonna... went yum. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, suck it. Do you know what would happen to make it even more upsetting in that game? Is if it took away your stats. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the cat goes like, "Hmm, that coffee looks delicious. My guts has increased." That coffee's bland. I feel like a failure. I'm back down to star one. I just got to number three. I was dauntless, motherfucker. So uh, I don't know how it goes. At the minute, my guts is brilliant. I've just gone from milk toast to bold. Oh, right. I'm still oh, no. What's next? I'm, I'm still quite shit at the moment. I'm still a pansy. Actually, no, wait. What's what's star two for for guts? For gut bold. Oh, I'm bold then. I'm head turner in charm. Yep. That's and, where I'm at. I'm bold in guts and everything else. I'm just pathetic. I think I'm I'm head turner for charm. I'm bold for guts. I'm learned for, <laughs> for knowledge. And I don't know what the other two are. There's What are the other two stats? You've got charm. There's proficiency, isn't Profi- there? Oh, yeah. I've got proficiency. Um which is something or other. I'm I'm two on all of them. Yeah. All oh, right. Like, yes, I'm an all rounder so far. <laughs> I'm only two for charm and guts. Everything else from a fucking pansy. I am yeah. thick in knowledge. I am lazy for proficiency and whatever that last one was. Kindness. Yeah, I'm just a mean. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a mean. I'm a mean speed. speed. A mean-spirited bastard. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think that's exactly how it's pronounced as well. Yeah. I took my while to get my teeth in there, but I got there in the end. I can't help my depressed friend because her other friend jumped off a building because I'm not kind enough to do that. I know. I love uh, no. <laughs> let's just let's, re- let's rewind sarcastic. that sentence there. Even if you were sarcastic about it, I'm fairly certain a there there will probably get you a little bit more than just going. 
Eh, she'll be fine. I'm like, walking off. I like think I get one point out of that. <laughs> yeah, but do, you, do you want to kind of like put Persona game mechanics to real world conditions? I yeah. well, part of me wants to do that. You know, go to like your boss. You're doing a good job. You've just earned one point in brown nosing. Yeah. <laughs> My bond has increased. Oh, God, I would not want to see that applied to our place of work. I kind of do, but only if I was playing the game. <laughs> okay. I need to watch it from CCTV and, you know, add shit into it, you know. Yeah. I want to do that one day. Yeah, we should. Be, we should voice over that. Oh, man, we can make... We could sell it to Channel 5. <laughs> Fucking hell, we make millions. <laughs> anyway, Brian is kissing Malcolm's ass. So. Yes. Sling. Hit me. No, I'm too oh. pretty. Oh, thank you. you Do you know more of combat? That's why you're level two charm. Yeah, that's right. I'm a head turner. <laughs> Do you know more combat was inspired by Jean Claude Van Damme? You know what? I'd be upset if it wasn't inspired by Jean Claude Van Damme. Let me read it to you. It was initially going to be based on the film Universal Soldier, but the game's producers wanted it to be more modelled on Bloodsport, which shows dramatically. Yeah. Because let's be honest, that game does scream. Either blood sport or kickboxer. Yes. You know, well, kickboxer, that was the other one we were mm. thinking of earlier. You know the one that I re- the other thing I like about Mortal Kombat? It's uh, ridiculous and it doesn't hold back. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. It kind of like knows what it wants. It wants to be absolutely stupid in every sense of the way and enjoy every moment of its ridiculousness. I, I do like certain things like... I'd love to see them transposed into the real world. Oh, or, God, or yeah. Into, like, do you remember the old films where um, James Bond used to walk into the MI6 uh, office mm. and he'd throw his hat on top of the fucking uh, stand? Yeah, and that got... He'd, yeah, he'd walk off and he'd be like... Murr. Yeah, and that got money penny wet for some reason. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I tried that so many times. It doesn't work. <laughs> no girls are impressed by your hat throwing skills no one no no matter how much you go hey look 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 look, 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 look. clunk yeah. yeah um yeah no but like who's the guy with the razor hat because I'd love to I'd love to see a real life version of him try that and just cut the hand in half I just love him trying to cut his hand picking his hand up <laughs> I'm gonna throw it. Oh motherfucker! Someone got a band aid. Someone please got a band aid. I need to. I need to get this thing sewed up fast. I love the idea that he's put this flat brimmed hat and it's on the floor and he's like, I don't know how to pick it up without slicing my fingers off. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, how the hell do you put it on your head to start off with? <laughs> I mean, let's say the tip is just pure razor blade. Should I be cutting slightly into your forehead at the same time? Well, I'm assuming the inside of the brim isn't razor blade. Well, this is more combat. You know, you got a guy that's got razor blades coming out of his forearms. Yeah, admittedly. Yeah. What's his name? Braca. Or something silly like that. Braca. Do you ever play a lot of Mortal Kombat? No. I don't really like the fighting system. No, neither did I. I played it when it was edgy back in the day and your mum and dad didn't let you. You yeah. just had blood and you mm-hmm. could rip people's heads off. But the later Mortal Kombat games, they seem to have a strange, um, stiff flow to them. Yeah, it's the the way the characters fight feels a little bit rigid for my liking, but I prefer like your more not your more combat, your Dragon Ball Fighter game and your Street Fighter, which has a bit more of a flow to it. And just before we get into Happy Birthday, what's your favourite fighter? Not Ooh. specific, but you know, Ooh. franchise. Favorite franchise? That is quite a good question mm. actually, because I do know quite a few. Probably Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I say that is because the characters are wonderfully ridiculous as well. Okay. You got, and plus the names of them are absolutely ridiculous. So the main character, like your Ryu character, yeah. is called Soul Bad Guy. Oh, all right. Then. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Already, so not, already you're lit up there. You're like, oh, I was expecting something like Keith. So no, no, Soul Bad Guy. It's not because you can't pronounce them, it's because they're just fucked up. It's totally fucked up. Yeah, fair enough. But the, the funny thing is, since the um, creator of Guilty Gear is a massive... Uh, music fan, he loves his rock, he loves his metal. Yeah, there is a link to a music band in pretty much each one of the names. Oh, okay, so you've got like this British character who's turbo British, he wears a bandana with a Union Jack on. That's how you know your character is British, very British. It's called Axel Lowe. Oh, because nice. of Axel Rose, yeah, yeah and he does okay. look a lot like Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses. Fair enough, yeah. Anyway, 
Do the birthdays. Who's its birthday? So I'm going to work backwards. You do that. Because. Because you're it's, crazy. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this isn't all the happy birthdays from October. There are tons of um, things from October. So and we can't check those out as well. No, these are our top picks. Yeah. So number four, again, like really weird. Our top picks, we've picked four. Yes. It's really odd. Number four, we just like to be, um, you know, different. I tried to find a word there, couldn't yeah. think of it. Amateur. Yes. 29th of October, 2013, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was released by Ubisoft. You know what, when it comes to the Assassin's Creed Black Flag game, how much better that game would have been if it wasn't a fucking Assassin's Creed game? Yes. Do you get the feeling with that game that they got a little bit scared and thought, shit, we're a bit worried this won't sell. Let's slap Assassin's Creed on the title. I fucking loved Black Flag because, especially the post-game stuff, because mm. it's like, oh, right, so... I can be a pirate. Story's over now. What are you going to do? I'm going to go out and blow ships up, and I'm going to fucking plunder on it. It was wonderful. Um, like, the ship combat was brilliant because, like, you actually had to wait. If you fired all your cannons, you then had to wait for them to then reload. All right. Um which was quite nice because it wasn't one of those things you could just spam the R2 button and constantly fire at a barrage of cannons. You had a little bit of strategic... I can't say that word. Stra- yeah, you had to be quite strategic about That's it. That's a word. You had to kind of wait and make sure that obviously you were right across the bow, that you got the right amount of coverage and that you really fucking hit them hard. Um, bear with me. Carry on. I can't say anything about Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I haven't played it. You haven't played it? I haven't oh. played it. <laughs> It's, All I know is it's like the best pirate game ever. Yeah, and that's pretty much a lot. It was the best pirate game that wasn't directly a pirate game. Yeah. And that was what really frustrated me. Because like, occasionally when, hey, remember this? It's Assassin's Creed. On land now. And it's just like, ugh, it's not good. They just want to be going back to be a pirate again. So that's the reason why I got turned off from Black Flag. Because it was... Assassin's Creed, and I don't really want, I don't particularly interest in Assassin's Creed shit. Even less now that Ubisoft feels like it has to release it on an annual basis for some bizarre reason. I mean, the funny thing I always find about Ubisoft and their Assassin's Creed games is they seem to make out like they're contracted to release an Assassin's Creed game every year, mm. and they're not. No one really cries out for them because they just appear. I've heard people going on about how uh, the new Odyssey that's come out. Yes. Oh, it's the best Assassin's Creed game ever. Well, since the last is one. Is it though? No, of course it's bloody not. Well, the thing is, we don't know because we've not played it, but it's just that thing of, I'm not going to give it the chance. No. Because I've been burned too yeah. many times with Assassin's Creed, and I, I don't have the kind of money to just throw away on a game that is going to cost me a chunk only to find that I maybe might or maybe won't like it. You know what I think Ubisoft need to do? They need to learn a lesson from Telltale. All right. Because Assassin's Creed is pretty much the same game over and over and over again. Reskinned, repackaged, different setting, but basically it's the same game. And Telltale pretty much did that with their games and look what happened. Origins and Odyssey both changed everything up. But did they? they? Yeah, they, they went f- uh, a lot heavier into their RPG mechanics. Um, there was a lot more adaptation to your character. You could really... Like, it wasn't... I mean, you, you had elements of this from uh, things like Syndicate mm. and Unity. Oh, I thought you were talking about the game Syndicate from years ago. Yeah. I forget that. That's another... Um subtitle of the Assassin's Creed one. I tell you what, they are seriously run out of words when it comes to subtitles. I mean, yeah. what's going to be next? Assassin's Creed Bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed um, Omega. You can only use that one because it means last. That that will be the next one. Mm. You watch. I mean, Omega Plus. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not knocking Assassin's Creed. But oh, I will. <laughs> yeah, but this is it. Like, I want to give it a fair shout because it's that thing of it might genuinely be the best Assassin's Creed. It might be a beautiful game. It might be a brilliant game. I'm not going to know. 
I just would like it if they just did something new. That's the problem. What do you do new within a structured franchise? Oh no, you don't do something new within a structured franchise. You end that franchise and you do something completely new. Mm. Do you think it'll ever end? Um, not if Ubisoft have their way. No, I'll keep fucking going on forever. Don't know, man. Ubisoft used to be the really cool guys about stuff like this. Ubisoft um, used to be a cool company. Now they are European EA. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Very nicely. It didn't sound nice. No, but that's me being nice. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. What's the next birthday? The next birthday, twenty eighth of October two thousand. Sorry, two thousand and three. Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time, another this, Ubisoft game. This was back when Ubisoft were cool. Yes. Do you remember the very first Prince of Persia? The very first. The very very first Prince of Persia. No, like I do. some guy wrapped up in fucking pajamas running round. Yeah. An incredibly white guy, incredibly white PJs running through an incredibly bleak dungeon. And if you walked into spikes, not jumped or landed, if you walked into spikes, you got impaled. All right. That is a man who seriously needs to learn parkour. Yeah, and yeah. he did. He did in the end. It took him a few games, but he got yeah. there. You know. He got there. Yeah. Um, did you play The Sands of Time? I didn't know, but I did play the rebooted version. Oh, there were a couple. Uh, this is one that they a proper rebooted and given it just Prince of Persia title. Right. Okay. So they got rid of any subtitle. Like, was sat- this the, um, the kind of like the cartoony self? Yeah, thing? that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. That, I remember that one. And they had like a claw, and you could go down walls and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, mm. I liked that one. I enjoyed it. The gameplay was fun. Yeah, but I didn't complete it. So <laughs> it was like that was. You listen to that. The intro to that uh, is him going around shouting for Farah, uh, Farah oh God, being yeah. the, the the key female character from the Sands of Time trilogy, um, and Farah is basically just his donkey that he's lost. Um, and that's, you can just hear that's quite cruel. Nathan Drake. Oh, because no, it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same voice actor, and I'm just Ooh. like, oh, it sounds. Yeah. That sounds awful. Which is strange because Nolan North can do a lot of uh, different voices. I honestly I love him, but it's I think it's I'm fairly certain it was Nolan North that did the Prince of Persia game. Well Nolan North does do what's it? Um, I always call his Nathan Drake um, voice his bread and butter voice. Yeah. That's pretty much what he uses. I get that. If he needs to, if he needs to play like hero character, throws on Nathan Drake and bam, that's it, he's sorted. Because his better voice is actually Penguin from the Arkham games. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, yeah. Nolan North is Penguin in Arkham games. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, let's see. If you ever had a video game pub quiz, yeah, you'd win on that one. Because yeah, of, of that one very because specific. Because of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Yeah, Nolan North. North was the prince. There he is. I do like the way the prince is never actually named. I like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the video game version of Purple Rain. So um, before we just move on to the next one, so you had oh god, uh, how many games you had? You had Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time, which was the two thousand three one that's made Happy Birthday. Um, that had a sequel, which was Prince of Persia: The Warrior Within. You got really goth and emo for that one. Didn't you do that in the Two Thrones as well? Wasn't like it's like a dark side. No, yeah, there was like Jacks. He kind of kind of cheered up a bit like when he was just his regular self he yeah. was just a nice guy um, well wasn't the prince a bit of an asshole as well that's kind of made him lovable always a bit of an asshole yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah no you're right the next one then was the prince of persia the two thrones um, then we got the reboot which was just prince of persia I like that one yep I like that one actually it was quite cool we didn't and get enough of that did we yeah we did we did got we? prince oh, wow. of persia the forgotten sands obviously the forgotten game as well so yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are loads. Oh yes, bucket load of Prince of Persia's. But you know, it's got to be interesting. I think the Forgotten Sands seemingly timed and tied in quite nicely with uh, the Sands of Time film that they did with Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's awful. It's funny bad, ain't it? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Right? I because I watched it mainly because of uh, Gemma Arlington. Because I was quite interested to see how a very oh, yeah. a very English speaking girl would play in Persia. Yeah, yeah. People weren't happy about it. That didn't really bother me to be honest. It was just kind of funny. 
Because you oh. also had a Ben Kingsley in there as well. Yeah, they had Ben Kingsley. Um, Dr. Octopus. They had, yeah, Alfred Molina. Yeah, being very English as well in that. Where, they had a very lot of English accents in that movie. Where was Alfred Molina in that film? He was doing ostrich racing. No, that's that's not Alfred Molina. What are you on about? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No, that was, um, oh my God, the, he's a comedian. Oh, and it's killing me that I can't think of his name because he's absolutely hilarious. But Dr. Octopus was in Prince of Persia, wasn't it? I'm, I'm willing to I'm going to pull it up now you do that I'm let's, going to tell you who it is let's do this now let's do this right fucking now we're going to end this <laughs> we're going to end this duel right now of movie trivia yeah you were right yeah suck it okay in the words of uh, Jesse Pinkman yeah bitch <laughs> okay I hope that clip comes up in the recording it probably will awesome pick, this thing fucking picks up everything What's next to say birthdays to? Um, you'll like this one. Ooh, 20th of October, 1998. Metal Gear Solid. Ooh, do you remember playing Metal Gear Solid? Uh, not really, because I didn't play it when it came out. No, I played it for the PC, because you also got the VR missions where you got to play as Ninja. I don't get me wrong, I've got it. It's upstairs, it's in the attic, because um, I did pick it up years and years and years later down the line. But it was after I'd played Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, right. Everyone right, did goes, the wrong way. Yeah, no, this, for two reasons. Everyone goes, oh, Metal Gear Solid 2 is the worst Metal Gear Solid. You may be right. Yeah, it is. I say that to you constantly. But the control mechanisms are evolved. Yes. And better. That I will agree with. So. Story, the thing that always bugs me about Metal Gear Solid 2, and it's why I will say it's the worst Metal Gear Solid game, it's not a bad game in a sense of mechanics and stealthing around, but the fact that every time you go into another room, you got like a 20-minute codex conversation. Yeah. Not even a cutscene, a fucking codex conversation. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I like the codex conversations in Metal Gear Solid 1, because if you're like fighting a boss, it gave you like fluff text. Mm-hmm. So let's say you go against uh, Vulcan Raven in a tank. And he's driving around, oh shit, what do I do? Oh, I know, I'll ring up my weapon specialist. She'll tell me what to do, and yes, she does. So you can get all different pieces of information from, you know, your support. In Metal Gear Solid 2, you have no support. You're just basically force-fed information you didn't want to know. I, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2 was not great. Story-wise, Kojima needed a bloody editor, and that's for sure. He just needed someone to go, you see this, you see this. Don't do this shit. Make it sane. I mean, I, I like, from what I've seen, Metal Gear Solid. A fun. lot of the original story. And yeah. It annoyed me that I don't think PS2 ever got the Twin Snakes re- remastered. No, did GameCube it? did. That was just the GameCube. That, and that, GameCube that annoyed version. me a little bit because I was like, oh, I could go back to that and I could play it. As Metal Gear Solid 2, but with the plus of Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm. And, believe it or not, with more over-the-top cutscenes. Yeah. And yeah. I'll never experience that. Oh, I did. I got to see uh, Solid Snake backflip, jump off a Hind-D missile, land, shoot from a rocket launcher as the Hind-D missile explodes behind him. It was fucking epic. That's a weird fucking franchise. Fuck me. Yeah, it was done by the director who did Versus. And if you ever see that movie, that is weird as sin. Okay. Last, certainly not least, October 29th, 1988, the Sega releases its Genesis home console. No, it releases its Mega Drive, because okay. we're British. Okay. Did you have a, you have a Mega Drive? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't. I had to you use a neighbour's kid. <laughs> I made friends with my neighbour just so I could play Sonic 2 on his Mega Drive. That's cruel. Yeah, well, you know, it was my next door neighbour and he had a Genesis. Hey, you came around to use mine to use my Amiga and play Monkey Island. Okay, fair enough. You had that kind of relationship. I was the, uh, yeah, I was the Amiga kid and he was the Genesis kid. I feel like he was the cooler of the two kids. No, he wasn't. Okay. He was the Gabriel Morton to my Yahtzee crucial. Oh, don't name drop. <laughs> Only because I keep calling you Gabriel. And moving on. Next. Uh, so what I wanted to do now is I kind of wanted to round out this next little bit with a question. Oh, what's the question? How do you make a good Power Ranger game? Broadland Sling, Broadland Sling, talking about a game they'd make. That is a very good question. Because mm. we are big Power Ranger nerds. Oh, Actually, yeah. 
We don't really watch any of the recent stuff, do we? We kind of like just keep with the core shit. We don't really watch anything after the core shit. Yeah, and by the core shit we mean Mighty Morphin. Right. Do we include Rocky, Adam, and Aisha in the core shit? Because I don't. No, I don't. No. Don't get me wrong, the actor who plays Adam, he is pretty cool. Yep. Because he's the voice of Nero for Devil May Cry, so I have major props for him. But for me, the core is uh, Jason, Kimberly, Zach, Trini, Billy, and then finally, Tommy. Oh, yeah. You, you can't not have Tommy. You can't have JDF. Can't I know not have JDF. You can't have not. You just it just can't happen. You yeah. need JDF to make Power Rangers now. Um, Speaking of yeah, me, so I was kind of thinking about this. I guess I was. I, we were talking about it the other day. Yes, we were. Uh, this whole notion was what exactly makes a good Power Rangers game? Because obviously we've recently had Spider-Man come yep. out, and that's adopted a really cool locomotion system from Insomniac, who yep. did Sunset Overdrive. Um, and you've had Rocksteady work on uh, the Batman titles, and again, yep. those are absolutely brilliant. But I can't help but wonder, how... Could you incorporate Power Rangers into a game? Yeah, how um. do we just get a good Power Rangers game? I mean, who on earth... Well, one thing you have after that. Well, one thing you have to do straight off the mark: get rid of any first-person shit, because that would not work. No, of course. Even if you kind of like virtual Oxus riff yourself up, Power Rangers could not work in in a first-person mode. The hardest thing with doing a Power Rangers game would be you've got to take into consideration you've got basically two game modes. Mm. When you think about it, you've got Power Rangers, and then you've got the Megazord. Yeah. Because you can't have one without the other. So that would basically be two gameplay modes right there. Um, another factor would be is you have six rangers. Okay. So if you're going, let's say, for a character select, you'd have to make each ranger individual. Because mm. that's the only way that would work. So these one of the easiest options would be to go down what um, the mobile game Legacy War does. is basically a beat-em-up. Yeah. So you have different characters with different moves and different styles. Only problem with that is you'd have to take away the Megazord factor. Yes. One factor I would say a big no-no to, which is ironic because it is a team game, is probably multiplayer. You'd ditch a multiplayer aspect. I'd ditch multiplayer aspect. Okay. Reason why so, multiplayer could work if they had uh, significant villains on the other side. Yeah. But since you don't, I mean, you got your Putty Patrol, you got your Goldar, you got your Rita Repulsa wearing her Madonna-style boobs, but you know you don't really have any. Oh, oh Scorpina! How did I forget Scorpina? She was I, she yeah. was badass, Scorpina. Don't want to go on about that one too much, but yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, I mean, I I think about. Right, this is the one that I was thinking of. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle. That was the one that came out on Xbox One and PS4. I did not know um, about that one. Yeah, that was the. it was a little bit like Streets of Rage is kind of shaping up to be now. It was yeah. a side-scrolling, beat-em-up, um, and it was you and a couple of other guys, but the hit detection was really dodgy. The uh, movement system wasn't very good, um, and the game got panned. It did not do very well. I can imagine. And that really bums me out because I'm like, I don't quite know how we get a good Power Rangers game. I don't know if it's possible. It can be possible if we kind of like go down the whole Metal Gear Rising route. Okay. So you ever play Metal Gear Rising? Uh, is this the Revengeance one? That's the one, yeah. That's no. why I never say Revengeance because it's not a real word. Yeah. You can't put revenge and vengeance together and think it means something clever. So I call it Metal Gear Rising. It's been doing that for loads of games. Oh, fuck yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but Metal Gear Subsistence. Rising. Oh, that means fucking nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Metal Gear Rising was a good game. It was done by Platinum Games. They yeah. do really like balls to the wall shit. Okay. And they have a good little saw mechanic. And since half the power rings you daggers and all that sort of stuff, and I could imagine like a really good like. Finishing move from Kimberly, where she whips out the old bow and arrow, targets something like five putties in the uh, area, and <laughs> shoots up in the air, comes down, bam, jobs are good in for you. Yeah, I could see that. Um, uh, Green Ranger, that's t I, w I would bring back his fireball when he was a bad guy. 
Yeah, that shit will come back. In fact, what you could do, as one of your storylines, go against Tommy. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you yeah, I could see that. And at the end, he becomes a playable character. But how, I mean, this is my question, is how does that work as a team game? I don't think you could do it as a team game. No. Um, um, you could choose your character and you could probably swap in characters. So, so maybe using, let's say, Billy for something and then Jason for something else and flipping it through and using each character's different unique skills for d- different points. One game that I thought did it really well was the Ghostbusters mm. game. Um, the the core one that was written by Dan Aykroyd and uh, Harold Ramis. And they sat down, they penned the game, and it was a thing. Yes. You didn't play any of the original four Ghostbusters. And that was the most important thing. You weren't allowed to be those guys. Yeah. You're not good enough to be those guys. <laughs> you... Which sounds quite depressing when you think about the Ghostbuster movies, because they were bumbling idiots, let's be honest. You were the intern. <laughs> oh God, you didn't get paid. Yeah, you didn't get paid. <laughs> you didn't even get a name badge. You literally you had a jumpsuit that said rookie and you were only ever referred to as the intern the rookie the new guy or something like that the whole reason they brought you in is because you were there to help test out the equipment yes and you very quickly became one of the the ghostbuster team you were going out with them you were in ecto one you were helping fight off stay puffed but the beautiful thing about this was was it was a it was a third person over the shoulder shooter but it did the great thing of going you don't have to decide which of the Ghostbusters you're going to be. No. Because this is the Ghostbuster you'll be. Yes. And this is the story we're going to write around that. And I think that if you did something similar to that, you know, here we're going to develop a new Ranger, that might be one of the better ways of bringing them in. True, but I do feel like you miss, you can't, you could, um, you'd be missing out on a nice little bit of trying to develop each Ranger individually. So, for example, Jason got could... balancing issues. Well, you could, well you, could, you could swap in between. So, for example, Jason could hit harder. Trini could be fast because she's saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. Kimberly could have range. Zach has an axe. That's all you need to know. Yeah. He's big. He's buff. He's got an axe. He's coming at you. So, you better fucking run. Yeah. Um, but I think third person would be the way to go. And obviously, some sort of combat... Obviously, a combat system. They're not like Dark Souls. Yeah. Although... I would actually like to see a Power Rangers mod for Dark Souls. Yeah, that would be that. Fucking, that'd be fucking I mean, insane. Okay, right. So that's fair enough. It's like the, like the way they did a I can see Power Rangers like mod for. But uh, and what about an RPG? That could work. Yeah, but sometimes I feel with RPGs, it always feels like the lazy option. Yes, but I, I mean that's a bad you, way. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I could see you being able to kind of take control of the entirety of the team. And carry out the types of things that you're saying about. Oh, the problem is, is that you suddenly don't have that kind of agency to go, right, I want to be a great Power Ranger that leaps up into the air and fires the arrows down and then does a double backflip and then lands in a tuck and then jumps up and throws their arm out. As I throw my arms out, there's going to be an explosion behind, behind me. Because that's Power Rangers. Rangers. Because what you get to do is you get to press X instead. Yeah, although, you know, in the all-out attack in Persona 5... Yeah, that's pretty much Power Ranger moment. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great Power Ranger moment. You know what? Power Ranger mod Persona Five. Yeah, I can't talk to Kimberly. I'm not kind enough. Tommy walks away upset, <laughs> <laughs> and that fucking cat would be Alpha Five. Oh. Ay ay ay, Lady Kimberly. That's the one <laughs> thing about Power Rangers that always used to fuck me off. You know that was a girl in that costume. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah know, small girl. Yeah, I know. Bless her. <laughs> they, they, they couldn't afford Warwick Davis, so they had to get some random lass off the street to go in that costume. Welcome to the news. So yeah, this is indeed the news. So we've got a few items that we're going to run through today. The first, Sony has confirmed its PSN name changes for PlayStation Four. Well, wow. how long do we want to do that? Uh, PSN's been running for 11 years. Oh, wow. So to kind of get up to date with shit then. Yeah, massively. Oh, that's good. Um, so this, we grabbed this from uh, GameSpot. You know, I'm sensing there's going to be like a plot twist to this news story. Mm. 
Um, so I'm not going to read you the entire article, but it is up on GameSpot if you want to go pick it up. So um, I'm going to start from this second paragraph here. As of now, the feature will only be available to PlayStation users that have registered as testers for previous PS4 system software betas. For those of uh, sorry, for those that do get access, you'll be able to do your first change for free. Changes after that will cost uh, $10 US and Canadian. Uh, or $9.99 in euros or $7.99 in pounds sterling. There we are. Plot twist. Yeah. For PlayStation Plus members, it will be $5 US or $3.99 pounds sterling um, after the first change. I, Why? Why do you have to pay to change your insane. name? Insane. That is slightly weird. No, I mean, even if you had to, like, that, that seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Just a wee bit. Um... To make the change, authorised users can access the feature through the settings menu or via the profile page of your PS4. You'll also be, get the ability to display your previous PSN ID alongside your new one so that your friends can still recognise you. This is a choice users will have to make. Once you decide to display your old ID or not, you won't be able to change this. Wait, what? Right. So, you've not been able to change your PlayStation ID for 10 or 11 years, yeah. right? And now, if you decide to go, I'm going to go by FuckNugget69, but Good. just so that people know who I am, here's my old ID, that okay. will then still be stuck with me forever. Okay. So you could be known like FuckNugget69, a.k.a. Rodney Broddle. So we have taken, yes, so we've taken one step forward and then um, one step back. Yeah, this feels like you've turned a corner but ran to a window. This... This feels like taking one step forward into a pothole, breaking your ankle, falling over backwards, and then spiking yourself in the head. Yes. Yeah. Would it be that big an issue if you could just change your name <laughs> at any time? Let me pick up another piece here. Ooh. Another caveat is that the new feature won't be compatible with all games. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> uh, it will be compatible with PS4 games released after April 1st, 2018. The majority of most played PS4 games, uh, PlayStation is making... Sorry, it's making it clear, not all PS4, PS3 and PS Vita games are guaranteed to support the feature, so users might see issues or errors in certain games. If you run into any issues with the change, PlayStation will let you revert back to your old ID free of charge. In other words, you can get fucked. Uh, the preview program is set to go until the end of November 2018, and PlayStation has plans to roll out uh, roll it out for all PS4 players in early 2019. At that time, a full list of compatible games, including those published before April 1st, 2018, will be released. Do you give a fuck? Not really, no. no. It just seems a bit of a strange thing to do. It's like, you can change your name, but you've got to pay for it. Instead yeah. of just kind of like being able to change your name. And they won't be compatible with all games. It just seems very... It seems like hard work. Yeah. It seems hard work for something that should be very easy. We're, I mean, we're obviously not... Tech-savvy. Yeah, I mean, it might be really difficult when you think about how you've got to link the PSN profile to a game. It then links to uh, a trophy system. You know, a lot of this is archaic stuff that's been around for the last 10 years. Or, so maybe it is hard to go back and change it. Or maybe it's fucking easy and yeah, just bleeding money out. Exactly. I can imagine it being the latter than the former. Yeah, I can. Actually. Because business... What's our next story? Epic sues a Fortnite streamer over cheating ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Fortnite. Epic Games has filed uh, suit against two game streamers for posting videos of cheats in Fortnite and directing users to purchase those cheat tools. Brandon Lucas, who is whatever, and... <laughs> what's, yeah. what's his name? Go on, you've, you've said this now. Brandon Lucas, who goes by Golden Mods... Mods with a Z. That is so extreme. Is with being sued for via violation of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, breach of contract, and tortious. Oh my god, tortious interference. Colton. Oh my god, this is also a terrible name, but this that's is his real name. That's his real name, isn't Sorry, it? Sorry, dude. Colton Conter. <laughs> unlucky. <laughs> Your parents did not like you. Uh, who often appears with Lucas in his streams was also named in the suit. Uh, Gadget reports that Epic is requesting that Lucas and Conter... 
earnings be disgorged. That's not a very good statement, right? Uh, giving Epic an extra share of their profits since they were obtained unjustly, along with standard damages and court costs. Uh, it is also requested that YouTube pull several videos. The studio isn't exactly hurting for money, so the tough legal stance appears aimed primarily at sending a message to cheaters. Yeah, I was going to say, because let's be honest, Fortnite bleeds money. Mm. It can pretty much buy anything it wants right now. This, What those modders did is probably going to be like a piss in the ocean for them. But yeah. it's just sent a message more than anything else, isn't it? Because, let's be honest, a lawsuit can be scary to some people, especially if you haven't got the cash that Fortnite has. And to be honest with you, I'm glad that they've done it because I'm I'm not a big fan of cheating. Don't get me wrong, there are certain games I'm just like, I'd give anything for um, X amount of lives <laughs> or invulnerability or I would give my whatever. left testicle for a cheat code right about now. Yeah, but it's that whole thing of, the game isn't designed to be played this particular way, obviously, and that's why no. I'm taking such a stance. Single so, player games, cheat codes are fun. Multiplayer games, cheat codes are just a dick move. Mm. Um, I'll go on. Uh, Lucas, for his part, has said that other streamers were participating in similar behaviour, and oh. so he didn't think of his videos as problematic. Lucas, you knock. <laughs> How dare you bring other streamers into this? Cheating has been a pervasive problem for Fortnite. On top of the usual rationale for protecting the sanctity of its game, Epic has reason to be concerned about phishing schemes from sites claiming to give away cheats-enabled versions. The studio is aiming to beef up its anti-cheat mechanisms in the game itself, but cutting off the source by discouraging streamers from promoting cheats could help mitigate the need for those later steps. That sounds fair. It does actually. Yeah. Um, I want to give credit as well. Make sure uh, we got that from GameSpot. So thank you very much. I'm glad they're taking these actions. If I'm honest, winners don't do drugs or cheats. Yeah, yeah. Unless caution me, it's the only way I can win a fucking game. What <laughs> next? What's that fucking quote that you like saying by Sean Connery in The Rock? Oh yes. Oh god, now I'm just when I need it the most. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do your best. Losers go home and whine about doing their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. And then Nicholas Cage says, Carla was the prom queen. Oh, really? I love it. I love, <laughs> I love the head shake you do when you do a Nick Cage impression. He, has to, he does it though every time. You, you've no, seen the rock. I've seen the rock. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, Carla was the prom queen. Huh. You, really? Fucking hell. <laughs> N64 Classic Mini. Hardware and games list potentially leaked in a uh, revealed in a new leak. So basically, the success of the mini NES and the other mini SNES has prompted no, Nintendo it's to make S- It's the SNES. It's called SNES. No, it's, does, that, does that trigger you? You're one of those guys. No SNES. It's an SES. How about Super Nintendo? Right. Or Super Famicom. Uh, yeah. A potential design. Sorry, let's just give some credit. This comes from trusted reviews, so I don't know how trustworthy can, they are. You can trust it's, them. It's, it's in, in the name. title. Um, N64 Mini News. A potential design for the Nintendo 64 Mini might have been leaked online, although we take things at a pinch of salt until official confirmation. Nacho on Twitter. It's well, <laughs> already coming from reputable sources from a guy like Nacho. Do you know what? I'm taking the piss though. Yeah. A lot of people, like, I think it's like at Wario64 mm. is a guy that's constantly going, guys, here are deals, here are deals, here are deals. And he's constantly pushing people to go and find the best deals online. Now, normally you go to an actual specific website, but now you go to at Wario64 on Twitter. And Wario sorts you out. And he sorts you out. And I can't help but think, as much as I'm like, fucking Nacho on Twitter, actually... That might be a very just thing. I could, t- I could trust Waluigi, but I don't think I could trust Wario. Um, anyway, Na- Nacho on Twitter has provided a series <laughs> of images and appear to feature the N64 Mini. Uh, many of them look quite genuine. These could always just be professional renders, though. Nacho claims to have received the images from an inside contact, although they have decided to remain anonymous. If fake, the creator has done an incredible job creating a piece of hardware that looks very accurate to the original design. Uh, it also supports similar control ports to the SNES and NES Mini, adding uh, further credibility. In addition, Nintendo recently relisted the manuals of 19 N64 titles, hinting at a potential lineup for the rumoured Mini console. Okay. They've been listed below. 
So, 1080 snowboarding. Don't care. Bomberman 64. Don't care. You're not a fan of Bomberman? Yeah, but not the, not the 64 version. Plus, you can get the new version now. Mm, on like every console yeah. going. Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, don't care. Excite Bike 64. No. Okay. F-Zero X. GameCube, GameCube version was better. Okay. <laughs> Kirby 64. Did anyone really care about Kirby? Come on. They, they, were re- they really used they 64 sc- a lot. Oh, God, yeah. They scraped the barrel with that. Mario Golf. 64? No, Mario Golf. Oh, fucking hell. I thought this, I thought this harsened about that. Okay. Mario Kart. 64. Oh, now I feel better. Mario Party. 2. <laughs> you know what? I'd, I'd laugh if that was like Mario Party 64 2 uh, Mario Tennis Paper Mario that was actually quite good that. apparently a really good RPG yeah. um, Pokemon Snap that was a bizarre game people yeah. loved it I didn't see the appeal yeah I still don't understand it basically it's an on-rail shooter but you don't shoot Pokemon you take their photos yes that sounds weird yes Oh well. So fuck you anyone who liked that game. Moving on. Sin and Punishment. I thought that was a Wii game. I didn't realise it's a um I have no idea N64 what it is. game. Star Fox 64. Probably the last decent Star Fox game, so I'll give it that. Super Mario 64. Don't you feel like you're like a really retired bingo teller now and you only got one ball to work with? Alright. I got two here that I'm like, you know what, actually, I'd I'd have a crack at these. The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, and The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. You know how everyone bangs on about how good Ocarina of Time is? I hear people go on about it. Yeah. Bearing in mind, Cardinal Sin, I've never played either. I have. I've played Ocarina of Time, Mm because it came free with my GameCube version of The Wind Waker. Yep. Only problem is, that game has not aged well. Okay. So, compared to The Wind Waker, which was gorgeous, and still is gorgeous... Ocarina of Time looked like a bag of shit, so therefore I didn't play that much of it. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Sorry, hardcore Zelda fans, but your prize game is looking a bit shitty. Last two, Wave Race, 64, and Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Story is one of those weird games that look pretty, but it's incredibly easy. Yeah, never picked it up. Yeah, it was a good looking game. So, there's a lot of speculation within uh, this review not review this article sorry genuinely suggest going to check it out it's over at trusted reviews uh, it's titled n64 classic mini hardware and games list potentially leaked uh, revealed in a new leak it's written by jordan king and that was sent out today so go and pick that motherfucker up it does feel like a bit of a wish list yep you just feel like you know that kind of case of oh man i wish i could play these old 64 games the thing with old 64 games is they've pretty much been ported onto new consoles Mm. You know, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Star Fox. We play the Zola and the 3DS. Um, yeah, pretty much we'll play those. So it does make you wonder why have we got, well, why are they going to develop a Mini 64? Mini GameCube, I can understand. I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, because it's a little bit like the PlayStation. See, that one I don't understand either. No, the graphics okay. on the PlayStation were shit to start off with. They were. And it, it's the thing is, like, if graphical fidelity is what rules you, then. Fine. Well, it's not just that, it's just that PlayStation 1 graphics were very ugly to look at. Yes. Only once we had the PlayStation 2, we had that quantum leap, yeah. and it felt like you could actually see what you're playing. Yeah, I mean, yes and no, I, mm. I did feel like um, games like Crash Bandicoot yeah. worked really well, um, because they were really cartoony. I do specifically remember... Tekken being that guy there made of blocks. Yeah. <laughs> you so. were fighting the guy made of blocks and you were a different guy made out of blocks. Yeah. I mean, um, admittedly, things got better as you went along. I mean, look at Final Fantasy VII. You had That's some the... gorgeous set pieces and then you had some awful character animation on screen. You know what I love if they did for the mini PlayStation 1? Included Final Fantasy VII, yeah. Final Fantasy IX, yeah. and fucked off Final Fantasy VIII just to piss everyone else off. Since it's doing that with the Switch, I love it. They did it with a mini PlayStation. I cannot remember what it is that they're doing for. Um, what's it called? What the Switch? No, the um, the classic. I'm fairly certain you're getting a Final Fantasy on there. Probably get seven. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But it seems like a waste. It's just come out on PS4. Well, it doesn't matter because purists going to buy it anyway. I suppose. Yeah. 
Um, moving on. Moving on. So the last one. Uh, Sony CEO confirms new PlayStation is in development. Well, that's no shit. Um, so this has come from High Snobiety. Yeah. I like that. I'm imagining is meant to be High Society, but it's High Snobiety. So. Because if you're in the higher society, you're a snob. So there you go. Looking down at you poor peasants. Funny. How are you doing down there with your bread and your milk? Uh, Sony has followed the announcement of its miniaturized first generation PlayStation with comments about uh, the Japanese giant's fifth generation console. In an interview, uh, paywalled, it says in brackets, I don't know what that means. New (laughs) (laughs) CEO. We do our research. Um, In an interview, new Sony CEO Yoshida told the Financial Times it's necessary to have a next-generation hardware. Yeah, Sony like money, and PlayStation makes money. Um, However, while Yoshida did confirm the next-gen console, he refused to explicitly name it the PlayStation 5. According to industry analysts, Sony will want to capitalise on the potential of eSports by ensuring that its next machine is powerful enough to host top-level eSport events. Uh, The Financial Times report claims that people with knowledge of Sony's future plans believe the new console will not represent a major departure from the PS4 and that the fundamental architecture would be similar. That's a lot of techno mumbo jumbo. It is. Basically, all Sony need to do if they want to start being competitive in esports is make their fucking console cross-platform. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, I know they're starting to do it now, but my god, it took a while to get out of the Stone Age. So, yeah. Are you into the, esports? Not particularly, no. Um, I can never see myself playing esports at a competitive level. It did floor me, though. Recently, I found out that uh, I think it's on the cover of ESPN. Mm. Um, the the guy that we, you and me were both floored by, and this is what we get for not being massively into streaming... But um, the guy that we were laughing about, you know, Tyler Blevins, or oh, yeah, his ninja, dumbass name and his dumbass reasoning for uh, not wanting to play with gamer girls. Yeah, well, he's on the cover of ESPN. Holy fuck, no! Is he being ripped uh, the shred out of? No. Oh, what they actually actually, ce- actually celebrated as one of these top level esport guys. Motherfuck. Yeah. So obviously you and me have missed a trick at some point by oh. thinking to ourselves, well, the guy's obviously a dickhead for not wanting to play with girls. Obviously being sexist pays off. I I mean, I don't know if he is sexist, but I, I've got to sit here and be like, there's definitely something wrong with your statement that you don't want to play with girls. There's That's something bizarre weird. about that, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, are you excited oh. for a new iteration of PlayStation? Um, I'll probably do what I did my PlayStation 4, wait a couple of years before buying it. Fair enough. Because you don't ever buy a console on day one launch, do you? Because you've got nothing to play on it. Yeah. And usually all the launch titles suck ass. Yes. Do you remember Crank? Was it Clank or Crank? Uh, n- Knack. Knack. That was it. Yeah. You remember that? Not very well. No, exactly. So, shit. Somehow that got a, a sequel. Yeah. I, I have no, no yeah, idea. How that happened, I do not know. But so you never get launch titles. Launch titles are always crap. Uh, yeah. I mean... I don't know if I'd hold off or if I'd go for it. I definitely remember going from like my PS4 as soon as I could, and I had Infamous Second Son, Watch Dogs, and that's when I picked up my uh, what's it called, my PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah, and I got a really weird two D uh, game called Stick It to the Man. <laughs> um, that was that was a kick ass <laughs> little game. That sounds awesome, there. Um, but it was I didn't have a great deal to play with it I found myself going back to my PS3 so I want to support them but I'd probably end up waiting I'm one of these people that give me good games I'll pick them up but if you give me shit yeah sorry I'll stick with what I got jump in no, that's weird. Anyway, um, so this week's shout-out is going to go to the following three wonderful people. At Sardokan. Hurrican! Yeah, all right. Yeah. So this is at a... Oh, my God. I can't even fucking get oh, this right. Oh, spell it, man. This is at S-A-R-D-O-K-E-N. Um, also Sardokan. known as Chris. Yeah, also known as Chris. Pumpkin Space. Um, so, gamers since the Commodore 64 and watching TV even longer. 
Uh, he is. He's written horror and then four L Y F. So I'm supposing that's, that's horror for life. life. Uh, Slytherin is my house. He's a blogger, rock and metal fan. His PSN is Sardokan. Go check him out. And he is the hubby of the amazing at FXLN13. You know, someone who likes rock metal and all that and horror for life. He could only be in Slytherin because Hufflepuffs is for virgins. All right. Yeah, that's what I learned from Harry Potter. Are you a Hufflepuff kid? No. Who are you? I don't know. I don't know. I know, I know Slytherin and Hufflepuff. And I don't feel I'm cool enough to be in Slytherin. You only know those two. You don't know Gryffindor. Oh, yeah, that's the other one, isn't it? It's, 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 there are two, and then there are the nerdy two that people. <laughs> there's, there's the two that everyone knows about, yeah. and then there's the other two that maybe some people know about. What's, isn't one, one got like a badger for its crest? That's Hufflepuff. Oh, no wonder he's for the virgins. <laughs> makes yeah, it even more, yeah, badger. It makes it even more ironic that badgers have TB. So I hate the fuckers. Right, next person. At Miss Vixen Gaming, uh, a Welsh YouTuber and a long-time gamer. Uh, weekday videos covering a variety of games on Xbox One X and PS4. Check her out on Twitch, Miss Vixen Gamer. We couldn't do streaming for a long time. No. We're shit at games. We're shit at most things. Yeah. Next but one. further reference <laughs> of our shitness, see this podcast. Oh, previous podcast, just to back up that statement. And the next one is at Games Timeline. Um, I quite like this one. This is Games Timeline. And all it is is gaming history, one post at a time. I mean, the last one, I'll give you this one, is two hours ago, name Wonderboy in Monsterland. The creator was Western and Sega. Platform was on the Master System, and the initial release was January 31st, 1988. And then he's going to put four images of the game underneath. Yeah, well, the Master System, that's pretty boss looking. Yeah. I do like looking back at old retro games. I quite like this. Six hours ago, he put up Contra. Created by Konami, platform was the NES, and the release date was February 1988. Ah, and back again, when Konami made games. Yeah. Not fucking pachinko machines. They've gone and put up. Right, so let's jump into a different game. An interesting game. Oh, what is this interesting game? I fucked up my words there. Let's try it again. <laughs> what is this interesting game? Uh, so this interesting game, I'm going to ask you three questions. Ah. Uh, and I want you to describe hmm. your response using a video game title. Oh. Okay. Right. So the first one. Yes. Describe your sex life. Mortal Kombat. Wow. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, okay. I was trying. I was tempted to shout it like the song does, but I didn't want to blare it back into people's ears. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the idea. yes, ladies. That's how I enter the room. Just like I love the idea of that really bad kind of like it's just you and your other half, like both in these really weird bright pink bikinis fighting in jello. Oh no, it'd be even better. Basically, she'd be lying in bed, right? She's getting all things. Oh, it's been all quite nice and romantic. I just basically boot the door open, just shout Mortal Kombat. Dry ice appears. And then you get the music, and battle commence. Fair enough. You've lost your flow now, haven't you? That's killed it, man. Describe your work life. Grim Fandango. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a cool game. Yeah, it's a very cool game. And also quite relevant to where I work. Because you work in the land of the dead, and I pretty much do. So, yeah. What's it like at your house? It is cold because I haven't got the heat. Oh, you mean a game time? Yeah, so, come on. Um, we did say Resident Evil, but that's too easy. Yeah. So I want to go with Resident Evil. Four. Four. <laughs> because that's the better version. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't like Spaniards and I punch them in the face. That's Resident Evil 4 at my house. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Do you want to buy some paella? No! Bam! Done. That's a really strong stance. <laughs> Spaniards. That's a... Uh... Alright. But only, only strange European Spaniards that are featuring in Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil 4. Alright, so like real life... Oh, they're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
that's got, fine. Yeah. I got really worried for a second. That no, we no, massively no. got right. Okay, that's fine. We're gonna flip this round now. Yeah. Your turn. How would you describe your sex life? <laughs> you know this one. Alone in the dark. Yes. How would you describe your time at work? Oh. Um, yeah, you got to think of something yeah, fast. Come on. Damn. So it's hard now, so, isn't it? It is. It's really tough. Yeah. Um, Thomas was alone. Thomas was alone. Yeah. Is that a game? It, it is. Act- <laughs> it's actually a game. It's um, it's kind of like a unique horror game, um, but also. I feel very alone at work. <laughs> fucking hate. No, don't. Oh, I fucking Aww. hate that place. I come down and say hello to you. I know. And then you get really upset when I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least when Thomas was alone, he was getting some work done. Oh, this is true. I do distract you a lot. Okay, um, go on then. How would you describe where you live? Um, I, I am going to use Resident Evil. Resident Evil 3. No, I'm going to go with Biohazard, because at the minute, Nero is shitting everywhere. That is true. Your cat does like to poo. I've con- I'm genuinely worried, like because I've kicked him in the front room. I'm genuinely worried I'm going to find shit in the front room now. So You'll probably do that like a protest dump. Oh, he's a little bastard. He probably will. Anyway, um, we've come to the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't... Well, fuck you. If you want to follow us, you're more than welcome to do so. I am at Rodney Brunnell. Chris? I am at Chris Slinger. If you want to go and follow Alex, you're welcome to do so. He's over at AJ Moore Wallace. You probably won't, but in case you do. Yeah. And if you want to follow the main group, we are at pixel underscore prep. So it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Wow. You know what? Sued. I really want to find out who uh, got pixel prep on Twitter now. Because we've got to do pixel underscore prep. Yeah. That's my homework. I'm going to do that now. Yeah. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.